Welcome to the Booker's Alliance podcast, where we hold the pencil and the pencil is power. Coming at you right now is your host, Marky Mark, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Donaldson. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing landscape of professional wrestling. So hang on tight, you jabronis, and enjoy the ride. All right, welcome in, welcome in, everybody. Pull yourself up a ringside seat. Time for another episode of the Booker's Alliance podcast. And when this one is story time with Adam Cole, baby. Uh-oh, here we go, here we go. <laughs> All right, we're showing AEW some love in this episode, talking about the current state of AEW. Frank, how we doing today, man? Oh, all is well, all is well. They're getting gearing up here for another dynamite here, fresh off of WrestleMania. So now it's time to start spreading the love around, spread it around a little bit. Let's talk about some indies. Let's talk about some, uh, let's talk about the number two. Let's talk about some other wrestling out there. <laughs> so we're going to talk about AEW uh, in this episode, talk about the current state of AEW. Um, and in, in my opinion, AEW has been, man, we've been on life support. It seems like with AEW. Yeah. A lot of that I think is the WrestleMania stuff. I mean, you know, with, with WrestleMania being so big and I mean, it's just really dominated all the conversation, all the podcasts. I mean, everybody out is talking WrestleMania right now. So with that in the rearview mirror, you know, we're able to start pushing forward. Uh, Tony Khan's going to make another major announcement every every week. <laughs> every until, Wednesday. Yeah, every Wednesday <laughs> until no more major. You know, until the, the word major isn't grand enough and he comes up with a new <laughs> yeah, word. Yeah, he has but, bastardized that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, everything has been a huge announcement. What's crazy is his last huge announcement, I felt, wasn't even the biggest announcement of that particular day. You know, they announced the show that they're going to do in Wembley Stadium, which, don't get me wrong, that's huge news. But for me, you know, them being able to sign the probably the hottest free agent out right now in Jay White was actually bigger news. So it seems like that would have been the major announcement. But I mean, I, I guess it depends on what angle you're looking at it from. But for me, you know, a talent signing like that would have been the biggest news. But you and you can't really say major announcement coming the day after you make a major announcement. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, AEW, they I don't want to say they got stale, but. I think all of the backstage drama kind of pulled to the forefront yeah. instead of what was being showcased uh, in ring. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I've heard several uh, Hall of Famers give their uh, take on it as like, look, you're a fool if you think stuff like that didn't happen in the back all yeah. these years. So, I mean, it's, everybody else had sense enough to keep it in the back. Correct. AEW <laughs> made a whole show out of it called All Access where they're just going to quote unquote showcase it. They're going to reference it. They're not really going to get give you any actual information about it, but they're going to let you know it happened and then rush away from it real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that that was their idea with it, which I guess. Yeah, but in this day and age too, I mean, um, when in the day and age of the cell phone and everybody's got a camera in their pocket, yeah. you can't keep stuff under wraps no, anymore. I get away with that kind of stuff. Not like anymore, anymore, yeah. But, but uh, you know, hopefully, you know, they're, they're getting back to the entering product. Um, again, the the work rate of 
always John Moxley, uh, Brian Danielson, you know, people like that. They're always going to shine. Those guys are phenomenal in the ring. Yeah. Um, but I need my other players back too. the young bucks. I need Kenny Omega back. Yeah. I need this whole mess with Jericho and the JAS. If you're going to give me that and, and feed me that bull crap, at least make it entertaining. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so what the, the tag team in the JAS is doing with the acclaimed, yeah. that's bringing out some interest. So it is. I mean, and you know, and before anybody that's listening thinks this is going to be a, you know, a boo AEW, it's totally not. No. I mean, I'm at, I was actually excited about talking about AEW because the whole Wembley show has got me really intrigued. Mm. So I'm, I'm anxiously looking for them to build on some of the stories that they have. I mean, the acclaimed, I really like the acclaimed. I don't know how I feel about the whole four pillars thing right now. Just because so I was going to get into that a little bit, just yeah. the visual of it. I mean, for me, the visual of it is on the other side, we just got done looking at Cody and Roman and then Brock Lesnar's in the mix and all, you know, so we had all that. The The visual on the other side, I get it because, you know, MJF's like a smaller guy. So you want some of the smaller. But I mean, you know, when I'm thinking of like heavyweight contenders or world title you know, matches. I'm not thinking of like Jungle Boy and, you know, stuff like that just yet. Maybe AEW. I mean, they they don't have a pay-per-view every month, so they've got time to build these characters up. So they may get to a point where I see that, but just right now, I mean, I feel like they just lined up four guys for MJF to plow through, you know, just to show so that's dominance. So that's where, you know, my my take on it is I don't want MJF versus Jungle Boy. I don't no. want MJF versus Darby Allen. I no. don't want MJF versus Sammy Guevara. No. What I do want, though, is a four-way dance. Yeah, and inevitably that's where it's going. And I think that's where it's going. Yeah. Uh-oh, so oh, getting yeah. in the weeds here yeah, now. You got to so. pop the top there. All right, there we go. So, yeah, I do think that's where it's going. Just the only thing about it. So, you know, with not to harken back to WWE again, but, I mean, the Cody Roman main event of WrestleMania – there was a lot of, you know, confusion about who may win. A lot of people had a lot of different opinions. It was really, really up in the air. I feel like lining up those four guys in a four-way dance is just a good way to put MJF over. I mean, to make him a strong character, I don't feel like there's that threat of him losing the title with those four characters. I just don't. I mean, No, I think he can successfully come out of that holding on to the title. Um, I don't think it's ready for him to lose that title just yet. Uh, but I also think you're talking about four guys who has differing, you know, various styles of offense. Yep. Uh, you know, you've got some high flyer, you got some technical, you've got some, uh, what do they call chicken shit heel <laughs> with MJF. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a, a different mix of styles if they make that happen. There's going to be a styles clash. Oh, a styles clash. Oh, That's nice. a good one. That's there we a good go. One. Yeah. There you go, sir. <laughs> you served it up. I knocked it out of the park. There we go. But, you know, I I want to see it the four way dance. Um, do I think MJF retains? Yes, I, I do. Do I think it's totally possible somebody else can come out of that? Maybe. Ooh. But I don't, oh, wait, I don't no. think it's time. When you, when you look at that belt, time. when you look at the AEW World Championship belt, I, that belt's bigger than Jungle Boy with with wise. So I mean, he can't hold. No, Darby's about the same deal. I mean, you Toothpick. know, yeah, I did, right. The, so so Sammy, yeah. I mean, maybe I could see him as world championship material down the road. Yeah, but not 
today. That's why. That's why I say though the chances are slim. Yeah. I mean it. It could happen. I don't see them making that change though right now. No. Um, if I just if, don't want it to be that obvious. I yeah. Mean, you know. Yeah. We we definitely know it's nowhere near time for MJF to drop the belt. But don't don't just t- don't tell me you know it too. You know, make me believe that right. there's a shot. Right. That you know he's gonna lose it. So I don't know. Yeah, but you know they're they're teeing that up. Uh, they're also teeing up, uh, you know, the the Blackpool Combat Club against the Elite. Yep. Uh, we're starting to see that kind of form. Now that's interesting. Now, that is that's interesting. interesting. That's very interesting mm-hmm. because there is so many different ways that oh, that yeah. can go. <laughs> yep, yeah, singles matches, tag matches, yep. three ways, four ways. I mean, you know, you can involve a lot of other characters. You know, they can look into bringing Hangman back in and you know make him relevant again. And you know, there's a lot of different ways they can go with that. So that's very interested so now that 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 has potential to be good damn tv and that and kenny omega and brian danielson those are two of my, my favorites <laughs> and I, to me they've they've went i think they went up against each other once and it was a it was a draw right yeah 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 when when uh when uh oh, damn i wanted to call him daniel Bryan. <laughs> when brian danielson came in yeah that's how he came in yep. he started out with kenny so yeah and that was a good match. That was so, a great match. So, and now here's something that that shares in common with the uh, with the the main event, the heavyweight title, the, the work the work rate, the in ring is going to be fabulous. So, you mm-hmm. know, with those with the four guys we already referenced, you know, these two factions here going, the in ring is going to be amazing. I'm just interested to see how they're going to draw you in with the storytelling. But yeah, the the in ring work, you ain't gonna miss you ain't gonna miss a beat on that. That's yeah. going to be phenomenal. Yeah, and I'm I'm also interested, even though. <sighs> I feel like he gets knocked down the ladder quite a bit. I am interested to see what they're going to continue to do with Orange Cassidy and this, what are they calling it? It's the international, the international belt. belt. Yeah, the God, it's so hard not to call that the intercontinental belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or what was it before? The all, the all Atlantic, Atlantic belt. <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah. But I mean, hey, so honestly, I don't think they need that belt involved with, whatever that feud is orange cassidy was standing on his own without it yeah so i mean i guess giving it to him okay yeah you're rewarding a guy who's been you know been there since the start you know he's put in a lot of work for the company you reward him with a title but does it really carry enough meaning behind it to say man i'm really invested in seeing this type not really i orange cassidy just i like his gimmick for me is hilarious i love it every time i see it so yeah yeah I'm, yeah, I'm there for that every minute. They, they can do whatever they need to do with that belt thing. But uh, Somebody else that uh, we're kind of into right now is the uh, signing of one of the hottest free agents to hit the market. Now we're talking. Jay now. Hold White. on. Can I re-crack this beer over? <laughs> now we're talking. So uh, everybody, if you don't know, Jay White has signed with AEW uh, coming out of New Japan. Uh, Jay White, Switchblade Jay White, is one of the most phenomenal bar AJ Styles. Right. <laughs> uh, Jay White is just crazy good in the ring some of the matches that he's put on in the past uh being in new japan go check him out um his match with uh naito his match with uh okada just some crazy good matches um even eddie kingston he he's put it up yep. with eddie kingston in the past yep. i mean um, dude, he's been through AEW, you know for for a here couple and there he's yeah. sprinkled in here he dropped there. it for a couple but we didn't yeah. get the payout that we were really looking for so and not coincidental that he was signed immediately after they announced that Wembley Stadium sign. Because I mean, they're gonna need to they're gonna need to bring their bangers out for that one. You know, they're you're not gonna be able to get away with a you know a here nor there type thing. You're gonna have to bring in some big names for selling out Wembley because Wembley can hold ninety thousand. So. so let's let's go ahead and dive into to Wembley. Um, 
you said it right there. It can hold 90,000. Yeah. Uh, are we looking at this like, oh my God, this could be the craziest thing that we've ever seen a non WWE product do? Or are we looking at this in a Vince McMahon theme song? No chance in hell they go sell this place out. So, well, they're, no, they're I mean, they're not going to seat it for 90. I'm sure, you know, I'm, they won't seat it for 90. You're right. right. We, you got to be sure that they're going to do, you know, tarp off what they need to, you know, they're, they, they got to play into their strengths, right? They got to know 90 is a stretch. I mean, you know, WrestleMania this weekend at SoFi only got 80 each night. So, I mean, getting 90 is like, whoo, I mean, you know, you're pulling. So, and I think it can hold, like, so far, I was able to hold at least 100,000 if they would have, depending if on they would have, if they would have, you know, configured it just a stage in yeah, the, yeah, the ring say, in the middle. Without, no without stage. an elaborate stage yeah. they had up there. That I mean, stage that was, was huge. That was 30,000 <laughs> seats right there, no matter what. So, I mean, that was, it was fabulous. So, and AEW is not going to do that. You know, they're not going to stage themselves out, but they also got to, account for you know selling 90,000 tickets is just hard and that's and that's something else you mentioned right there even though you didn't use it in the context that I'm, I'm going to take it in the stage uh-huh. we've not seen very elaborate production sets out of an EW yet no, so like WCW cast off stage yeah. so far so so what in the hell are they going to do for Wembley that's I I don't even know so I, the only I mean the only time I've ever seen Wembley Stadium is when SummerSlam was there back in 92 and they didn't have a big stage there so and I don't think they had 90,000 either which means AEW get 90 oh, I don't know that if they do it that'll be the first that'll be the very first time after, with all that they've already accomplished that'll be the very first time that WWE would literally have to stand up and say oh my god well, you know we're in a dogfight so what so. you just said right there, first time, this is also their first time overseas. Yeah, yeah. They have never been out of the United States. Yeah. I mean, hell, they're they're barely getting the West Coast at this point. So I, True, I mean, but I mean, <laughs> you know, so they haven't been out of the United States as AEW, but I mean, most of their talent has been out of Yeah, state. talent speaking. And they've yeah. sold out, you know, the Tokyo Dome. They've sold out arenas. The, the guys that they're going to take over there, they've sold out plenty of arenas. So, I mean, it won't be impossible to get a good showing. I don't think 90,000 is going to be. I think WWE, when they did Clash, uh, Clash at the Castle, obviously they weren't in Wembley Stadium. They were, you know, in an, in an arena, but... I mean, I think they got what, like fifty. So chances are yeah. they'll be. I mean, I, so I'm confident they'll beat fifty. So let's flip it. Wembley holds more. I feel right. like they can beat fifty. Let's flip it and look at it this way, though. AEW's been around for how many years now? Five, three, uh, three on TV, but out. five altogether, I believe. Counting the first All In because the, the, when Was they that do in 2018, when they do All In, it's going to be the the fifth year anniversary of the All oh, In. So okay, it, it, they've been around for five. So my thing is though, think about this for a minute. You've been around for a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. You've been around for five years. Yeah. You're playing Wembley. Yeah. That's pretty damn impressive. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, well, <laughs> now at, at the at the top of that, so uh, Tony Khan, the, the Khan family, you know, they own a, a football team over, over there in England. So, I mean, they're not strangers to the territory. No, not They strangers. know what they're dealing with. So, they know what, they know what getting Wembley is, but... <laughs> being able to sell it out, I mean, ninety grand. I mean, we haven't. WWE's only had two pay per views go over ninety grand total, and that was WrestleMania three and WrestleMania thirty two, yeah. Pontiac Silverdome, and uh, uh, WrestleMania thirty two in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Two. That's only twice that they've gone over ninety. So if AEW were to go over ninety, 
I, I mean, at that point, they're on WCW territory when they when WCW started their 83 weeks. Yeah, that that could be monumental if they get it. If they get half of it, that could be a sign of you know that could dispel doom. If they see it set for 70,000 people and they only get 40, that's hell and that's hell in a handbasket there. That's trouble. Agreed, but I think you said it best. They're going to play to their strengths. They're going to seed it accordingly, I do believe. But I think what this is this is doing in my mind at least in my opinion of AEW right now, they are going from if they do this right and they pull it off right, they're going to go from making a small ripple in a big pond to a wave in a big pond. I, I think they, they're going to, it's going to cause more people to sit up and take notice of going, Oh yeah, there is another, yeah. there is another thing that I can watch on TV. Yeah, it's definitely going to give them the exposure that, well, right. depending on how they do, I mean, as of right now, they haven't announced if it's even going to be on TV, if it's going to be a pay-per-view, they haven't said anything. All they said is they're doing it. My thinking is though, and I mean, we're, we're about to get real down in the dirt now. So some of this, some of that hidden stuff that I've been waiting to say, <laughs> You know, you got a lot of names out there that they can bring in. I mean, you know, there were dream matches. Yeah, yeah, there were rumors this week that Okada tweeted out to Jay White. So, you know, something about interest in that. I mean, let's go further in the weeds just from other stuff we heard. I heard Drew McIntyre didn't resign his contract yet. I don't know if he resigned it up till now, but I know up till the weekend he hadn't. Could Drew be possibly thinking of, you know, maybe headlining a Wembley Stadium pay-per-view for AEW? Maybe. You never know. I mean, you you know, they let Goldberg's contract expire recently. You know, could Tony Khan say, hey, you know, we need a huge name that sold out, you know, multiple arenas. Could they bring in a Goldberg? So Omega and Osprey sold out the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Could could, we we get that? Call in a Will Osprey and say, hey, I mean, he's he's already worked with AEW countless times. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a call in it would just be a call over for him yep. you know do you bring him in do you have those kind of I, I mean like you said at this point now to sell you know if you want to really say i'm you know we're going to put a put a strong push in to sell out ninety thousand. hey you start calling all anybody who's not contracted to wwe you start making those phone calls and say hey you know one off yeah well, you know it's not that much money for a billionaire you know to say hey i give you a million dollars for a night for a one-off for four or five guys, you know, yeah. that's, that's not asking that much if you sell out 90,000. So if, if they are going over and they're playing the world as a stage, why not make your world a stage? I mean, hey. if he's going to throw, you know, money at this, why not bring in hit hitters from new Japan, hey, hitters from AAA? Why not bring in all of these guys? If you can get somebody, why not include some WWE guys? Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. But what we can say is at least they're in the conversation. Yeah. Well, at least like they're said, in the conversation. From the last month and a half of being WWE centric because of WrestleMania and all that, for AEW to have a story this big immediately after WrestleMania that brings this kind of interest definitely has me intrigued for all that. Yep, definitely. So we, um, we're excited for what AEW is bringing to the table, their current product. Uh, it's getting some interest. It's getting some momentum. Uh, come on, TK. Bring it. Oh, yeah. Let's go, TK. We're Let's ready. I'm it. here for it. So load us up. He's <laughs> load got four months until that pay-per-view or until that event. So yep. he's got a lot of time. Yep. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Hit us up on our social media post. And with that, everybody, we bid you adieu. Peace. Today's podcast was produced by SBP. You can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. 
Also connect with us on our social media accounts. Search for The Booker's Alliance on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.